If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, Episode 8. My name is Ryan Clements, and I'm joined by some fantastic people. Let's start to my left, Christine Steimer. Hello. Hi. Executive editor of the Xbox channel. And says, oh. Red Vine Eater Extraordinaire. And Red Vine Eater Extraordinaire. I'm also joined by Associate Editor Arthur Geese. Hello, sir. Provider of said Red Vines. That's true. I'm wondering where these fantastic people you're talking about are. Well, it turns out you're one of them. <laughs> you know who else is a fantastic yeah, person? standards for fantastic. Mr. Who has two thumbs and is a fantastic person in Ryan Clement's eyes? Samuel Claiborne. What's up, everybody? How I you pointed doing, buddy? at you. Are you, um, how you I'm feeling? waiting. You guys don't have an applause sign on this. Uh, this well, no. I mean, does GameScoop or Nintendo Voice Chat? Uh, voice Chat does, yeah. Yeah? Really? I, well, we have to know when the jokes are funny. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, is that helpful? For all the unlocked <laughs> listeners out there, all seven of Scott you. Scott Romney should just have one of those over his head. <laughs> the uh, Sam is one of our uh, game help peoples, so he writes all the guides and the cheats and all that good stuff. And currently, he is playing a little game that I like to call Portal Two, which is going to be the main topic of our conversation today. Uh, because even though Portal Two came out last week, right? It's already been a week. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it came out last <laughs> week, we didn't really have an extended conversation about it uh, because last week I hadn't played it yet. My copy didn't come in the mail. Don't spoil it. I will. We will not. There will be no. This will be a no spoiler discussion. So really? that's the non-online enabled copy that you have sitting at your house now, right? Ooh, it's a. It's, it a, a it's okay. Yeah, it's a PS3 yeah. copy. It's uh. I, I wanted it so I could get the free Steam code. Hey, Christine, I have mm-hmm. a question. Yeah. Is Xbox Live up right now? Nope. Shit. Just kidding. It is. <laughs> you guys can uh, swear on this podcast. Oh yeah. Yes. Wow. Cool. You guys don't. I'm learning oh, all kinds of stuff. You guys don't on Nintendo. So Voice I've been on an Xbox podcast before, but uh, we never released it. Oh, it was right at the end of Three Red Lights. It was an unreleased Three Red Lights episode. Sure. Very scary. Maybe maybe one day, a special IGN anniversary. We'll <laughs> release. When none all of us are afraid of being yeah, when, fired. When, when we all don't work here anymore, we'll release it. Well, um, I didn't have anything 
specifically prepared. I just wanted to start chatting about Portal. Now, I, I don't know, Christine, have you had a chance to play it yet? I have not. I'm waiting for Damon to finish the game oh, so I can borrow his copy. Because I copy. Yeah, gave yeah. him Dragon Age, so he's going to switch. We're going to switch. You might be able to borrow Will Tuttle's copy of Portal mm -hmm. 2. I think, do, don't we also have library copies of that available? There's an extra game pop copy. Just talk to us. Okay. Anyway. I'll 360. Well, um, I I'll, beat it like six times. Christine, wow. can, can, you can be our moral support for today because we are going, I mean, the three of us have, have uh, played it all. Played a little bit of the portal action. Have I you been doing any achievement hunting or anything? In it? No, I am, I'm really not at all interested in trophies or achievements. Because in this game, let me just point out that the they're linked to Easter eggs often, and some of them have secret areas and secret puzzles and stuff that are really worth checking out. They have lots of the storyline hidden behind them. If Okay, well, if there is... If there's valuable stuff. content to be found there is. then i will certainly consider yeah it. it's definitely a reason to like just hop into a chapter and like go through it and also like you know the more you play the puzzles like the faster you get by, by like exponentially faster you know so like i can like kind of like zip through stuff like if i know like oh man there's this room where these robots are doing this and this and this you which which is true you can go on ign cheats and check it out but uh, <laughs> where can they find that Sam? is it at cheats.ign.com <laughs> no actually you know what you want to do you want to search portal 2 cheats and google and you'll bring it right there Ooh, yeah. for now but uh, yeah so uh, there's all kinds of cool stuff that that people have been finding and that we've been actually finding i gins but uh, scooping some people on that and right. we got good videos of it but um you should try to find it on your own i can tip you off and show you where to go but, yeah, like, you know there's a lot of stuff that's revealed throughout the game that we won't talk about here that is only kind of like hinted at um about you know like the history of aperture and stuff like that and uh actually some of like the secret areas like really kind of explore that in depth and you can just see kind of like a uh, Images of and what stuff it's already talked about. Coffee mugs that yeah. say who farted. What? That sounds awesome. No, you got to you got to make a video of that and send it to, to me. Well, I would like to. Did you not find the who farted mug? No. Really? Oh, is that an inside joke? No, it's like there's a who farted mug. It's it doesn't. It's <laughs> that is as, as outside a joke as you can get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, before we get into the in-depth conversation about Portal, just for people who may have stumbled upon our podcast and don't really know what's what's with this whole Portal business, uh, the original Portal came out, I don't want to say last year, but the year before it. Is that correct? Oh, my God. Long it's been so long. Yeah. Oh, that was the year I graduated college. Portal 2 Still Alive came out on Xbox Live Arcade in 2008, mm -hmm. I think. A year after, so mm -hmm. that sounds about right. Um, yes, yeah, so the original Portal was, for consoles, it was first available as part of the Orange Box, correct? And, and on PC. Um, well, right, and on PC. As a separate download? No, there it was, was always an Orange, Orange Box, Box for PC. Okay. In fact, it got a limited commercial release after that on um, on PC, where, it, like, I've always wanted to get it, because there's actually, that's the only way you get a boxed copy of Portal 1. Yeah. Hmm. It was, like, super limited. Cool. Um, but yeah, so Portal comes out. It is essentially, it's a Valve project, but it was originally, can, does anyone know the full background? I want to say that it was originally like an independent project. It was called Nerbacular Drop. I think it was like a CalArts project. Yeah, and then it was sort of gobbled up by Valve. Nerbacular <laughs> Drop is the name of an achievement in the new mm -hmm. game. Nice. So it is basically, uh, takes place in the Half-Life universe, but it is about uh, someone, a test subject at Aperture Science, who is trying to well, essentially escape from this. I'm talking about port, the first portal. Mm -hmm. uh, escape from this test facility and using a portal gun, which creates two uh, portals that are linked that can be done with all sorts of mind-bending sciences and puzzles and goodness like that. And now Portal 2 is out, and it is a proper sequel, I want to say. And I think a lot of people are like apprehensive about this sequel because uh, portal, portal 1 like stand, stands alone as just an incredible game. And one of the but, key people know. behind Portal 1 left Valve, actually, exactly. to go work yeah. for uh, Airtight Games, mm -hmm. the 
purveyors of such fine fare as Dark Void. Mm-hmm. And Portal One is also <laughs> like kind of significant in being a short, snappy. That was a joke. Like, Dark Void right. was awful. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that, but, uh, sorry. Uh, once again, my, the uh, the face I was making does not translate well over podcast, but it was a wince face. Dark Void. Remember, it wasn't like Tom Cruise attached to a movie version. Of I think he was. Pitt or or Brad Pitt was. Yeah. Oh, His production company. You know, was. it was good though. It was Dark Void Zero. Yeah, the side-scrolling game. Yeah, fake. I heard. Game. I haven't played it, but it's cool. It's like the Rocketeer. Yeah, Kim Swift was the person it is that like left. The but, anyway. Uh, but anyway, I'm sorry, I cut you guys off. I was yeah. just gonna say, like, I think Portal worked really well. It was like just like a one-off, like totally unique game, you know. And of course, the famous song played in the end, mm-hmm. "Still Alive" by Jonathan Colton. I think everybody just kind of liked that. And like, I I was really just not into the idea of Portal 2 because like, I didn't want to know more about anything in it. I thought it just lived at, by itself really well. It's like uh, making a you know a follow-up to the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I think. It's unnecessary, you know. Right. I didn't care until PAX last year when they showed the co-op robots. Yep, and uh, and when, as soon as they showed the video intro, um, which has been up forever of just like rediscovering Gladys and like mm-hmm. the rubble and stuff, like that that pretty much sold me at that point because it was already funny and the writing was good and it's like oh this is a cool concept and you know this game takes place in a completely different time period so you know that makes a big difference and they can tell a separate story which I think is important. Yeah. And one of the things that I was talking to our own Damon Hatfield about recently was that as someone who plays a lot of Japanese games that are naturally being translated, right, and are not, you know, written in our native tongue, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it was amazing for me to then pick up a game that is not only written, you know, in, written and, you know, developed in English, but it's also just really good writing to begin with. Mm-hmm. So it was this huge leap between translated <laughs> writing uh, that is that's poised as Japanese dialogue. So there's just a they just do it differently. Well, know? I mean, it's the total opposite of a Japanese game because in this case, the <clears throat> the script is absolutely tangential like it's totally off to the side it's never right. gets in the way of the game right but i'm just talking i mean but that's like more implementation i'm just talking about the actual right the, the no, dialogue I yeah so i, I agree and like i i feel like i i was thinking the exact same thing when i was playing it um and then also kind of the reverse like this could not be translated well you know that'd be mm, very very yeah. difficult and i'm sure we've had many examples in our own lives of games that didn't get a good translation, like what that's like. I'm just like, it's it, it's actually like the plot is rooted in American history too, and also American pop culture and like all this stuff. It, it references so much stuff that like the I, space race and yeah. like scientific advancement and like the idea of and not directly irresponsible corporate so it's like, science. It would, yeah, exactly. It's and so it's like it's it's we're rooted in this kind of. Uh, it, it, in the history of the game, and I think it would be hard to translate. It's just like it's a it's a really American game for what it is. You know, it's, it's the decline game. of science, or the advancement, because Gladys is obviously well, super I, cool. What I mean by that is like in the fifties and sixties, it was evil. like it was just a universal faith in the ability of American science, and then through the seventies and the eighties, like there was sort of this disenchantment, and then the nineties and the two thousands, like there's a very hostile relationship with science and. America. And so. I'm just making sure that our voices are still being recorded, which that they are. Good. We're good. The light wasn't flashing, and I got a little concerned for a second, but we're fine. But, I, you know, in, in addition to just, like, saying the writing's good in Portal, like, I was, I, I'm so impressed by it. Like, there's very, there's, no, you know, a lot of games have good writing, but they're indie games. Like, that's 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 how it is. Like, it's, you're, it's hard to find blockbuster-sized games that have anywhere near what Portal has. And whenever I play a game like Mass Effect 2, which I love, I love that game, it's one of my favorite games ever, um, it has good writing. But 
portal is so concise and it's so it's, like it's, shrunken yeah. down yes. into the, the, the good elements. Concise is a great that word for it. it. It stands out as better. It it also there's they they play a lot of tricks on on you, which I think are really are actually quite brilliant. And I don't want to really give away anything, but better uh, not or I'll kick your yeah, ass. No. I mean, like one of the this is a this isn't plot related. It's sort of an early joke. But when Glados is talking about uh, wait, she's back. Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> you, mean, you mean in the trailer that they showed of her coming back? There was a trailer. <laughs> um, yes, I mean Glados is in this game, but I mean I'll just leave it at that. Uh, but she makes a jo- she's like talking about how people with guilty consciences are more easily startled by, and then it plays like a loud noise real yeah. fast. I mean it's just it's like little quirky like tricks like that and jokes that don't even require a lot of writing. It's, as you said, concise. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that a lot of these lines are spoken in just a couple seconds, but they're so And they often the bookend a puzzle, right? Like, yeah. you're doing a puzzle, and, like, you, you won't realize it because it has a really natural feel to it. But once, like, you start, like, kind of going through it, like, I've been just kind of, like, doing just speedrun stuff, and, like, you realize, like, when you the, the natural way you, you solve a puzzle in that game, like, it, it, it starts making fun of you at the right times. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that, which I think is really good. Um, and you can't really break it, but once you do start getting through stuff really fast, like it feels different. So like, it's all about kind of like sitting there and just be like, what the, what the hell do I do? You know? And then all of a sudden you get taunted, you know, which is really great. I, I think the thing cool. that stands out to me about portal two is <clears throat> speaking in loose terms, the, the dynamic of the comedy and the relationships takes a pretty serious turn about a third of the way through. And then again, two thirds of the way through. Spoiler. Yeah, um, it's like an episode of MASH. It gets serious for a little while. Sure, yeah. <laughs> a little modeling. Hawkeye's there. Yeah. Oh, uh, I really like this game now. <laughs> um, it's just they they don't repeat themselves. They don't repeat what they did in Portal. They're, they definitely use it as a jumping off point to do much more interesting things with their characters. Yeah, the beginning has the same type of humor and jokes and, and the, even the same major players as Portal 1. Um, and then it just it goes in a different direction. Yeah. And there are twists that you don't expect, and there's, it really does get to the point where you're not 100% sure what's going to happen at the end. Like you, Which is awesome. You have things you hope for, rare. but you're just not sure. Yeah. Um, and, and you guys have been playing co-op pretty extensively. I haven't I... played any co-op. Oh. oh, well then, Sam, maybe you can talk to us a little bit about that. Cause don't look at me like that. I played with Will Tuttle, and he's no a friends. I bought an Xbox 360 copy, but I played through single player on PC. Um, oh. Because it came out early on Steam. I need to finish co-op. I have a few more levels. I can't wait to, to finish it How up. How many I'll be co-op the levels are there? A lot. Well, so co-op is interesting because co-op has a hub world, so oh, cool. you can hop in and like whatever your your person you're playing with has unlocked is is available to you. Oh, nice. Kind of like through like you're in this big area and there's like doors, right? But you can't get to those unless they've been unlocked in your game or via them. So it's kind of neat. So, so you, how does so you don't have to like... And then you go back to like your own game. That stuff doesn't unlock for you then? Like if you then any, wanted to go play co-op with somebody else. You have to unlock your own stuff. And you can't play... Stuff. I mean, if you went in your own game and played with a person who had not done anything, then only what you had done. It's the minimum... Uh, well, yeah. It's, yeah. it's it what works. you said. It makes sense. Right? But uh, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's a cool... It's, it's so what, what's significant is that it's a completely different game um, it has n- not any of the same environments, right? So, like, it has completely different puzzles, and they're set up more like Portal 1, where it's like you're in test chambers and stuff, but it starts to change, and uh, you, there is a story that goes along with it, because you, you play as two robots, and uh, you're, you're kind of being... and the Atlas, mm-hmm. right? And you're being kind of, like, trained 
but uh, surreptitiously train. Like it's, it's you seem like it seems like you're doing tests and stuff like that, but you know there's a twist and like so it actually has a you know it, you have to play it. You know so if you if you love the single player mode and you want to know more about the world of Portal, like this is a 50% of the game that you're missing out on. If, if um, and there's really no way to play with AI or anything, so you have to play yeah. it either split screen or online, right? Mm -hmm. And what, there is a split screen. We'll option? try to play alone. We'll tuddle. Uh, like someone trying to play Gyromite without Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob just pushes the buttons. Though. Right, you but I mean, it's still yeah, it's but, another uh, pair of hands. Yeah, um, a pair of gyros, as it were. Um, but he he like got through like by just like you know like shooting a port on one controller and then going to the other. That's and annoying, he said, though. but he did it for just like like maybe like you know five puzzles or something. I, by that point, it was already too hard because you're just timing based stuff, and that's like some of the newest. Stuff that like yeah there is or two people have to do this like kind of ballet of portal shooting it's it's elegant like watching two people play the more complicated puzzles is like somebody doing a Rube Goldberg machine yeah, in real it time is. Yeah. yes <laughs> exactly keep going I like that, I like that. <laughs> which and to be fair that stretches to single player too there are some incredibly dynamic puzzles because they add more elements I mean can we talk about the the gels like, oh absolutely yeah, like so, so there's there's three kinds of gels now there's the which are what they sound like. They're yeah. just liquid that's spewing out of a pipe. Right. And uh, you, so you can, you know, catch that with one portal and, and open another portal, else. and it'll just spew out of that portal. Um, there's a white gel, which allows you to put a portal on anything it touches. Mm -hmm. There's blue gel, which is bounce gel. And then there's orange gel, which is anti-friction gel. Go fast yes. gel. Yeah. So... And all those are kind of like, I mean, the white one is, makes sense, but the others are kind of counterintuitive when you first encounter them. You think? Well, it's it's just like the, the blue gel, like you don't bounce higher and higher. You know, you actually only bounce the same height you put into it. It conserves right. energy, which okay. I think is funny, but it's just like, it, From a I physics don't, you, point have, of you have to learn how the gels work, sense. I guess yeah. is what I'm saying. You, have to, you do have to sort of learn their limitations, but. And it, a gel that just makes you run faster until you get off of it. I mean, that's just goofy. You right. just stop when you come to the regular <laughs> ground, you know. It's, I mean, you slow down, but. Well, there's friction once you come off the anti-friction gel. <laughs> it's just funny. Like it feels, it feels strange. You, know, you I, get on it, you shoot forward, and then all of a sudden you slow down. But I mean, so you add in the the light bridges as well, mm -hmm. uh, and oh, the tractor beams. And yeah. I just, by the way, I just did my first light bridge puzzle over the weekend. Oh, God, it was so awesome. Good. Yeah, they're really cool. It, I mean, the, w one of the things is that I get frustrated with puzzle games a lot. Uh, by the way, this is a, a huge uh, tangent. But when I first played Braid, I was really late to the game. Mm -hmm. So I've still never played Brood. Uh, well, you are really late to the game. Um, I I was sitting there on my couch with the, my roommates were all kind of behind me and eating dinner and stuff, and I was playing Braid, and I just got to a puzzle, and I was so I was like I was kind of tired to be fair, so I was half passing out at the time, but I was so, I was tired, I was, I was trying to figure out what was going on, and I just sort of put the controller down, and I was like. I don't fucking know what I'm supposed to do right here, guys. Like, what, what is happening? I don't. With with Portal, I never feel that way because, first of all, they, I feel like they really do gradually introduce you to puzzle concepts. Mm -hmm. But also, I, I there's not only multiple ways you can solve something, but it's just sort of smart. I just go in there and I'm like, I wonder if I could do that, and I kind of try it, and I'm like, oh, Matt, now I feel like I'm closer. Maybe let me try a little bit of this, and mm -hmm. it, and it just ends up doing it in a very non-frustrating manner. Now I'm, I haven't gotten late in the game, so maybe I would get stuck at some point. I don't but. know. Like I think there's like it's like nice little like bell curve difficulty stuff, you know. I, like, it gets there, hard, and then it just drops off. Was there ever a point where you got so frustrated you had to stop? No. Because I never like I've I reading Twitter. I mean, like, I, I, I wasn't gonna let people, myself stop. You know? I. 
I read a lot of people that said, oh, man, Chapter 7 and Chapter 8 yeah, I kept suck. Reading that too. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I just never saw it because those puzzles yeah. always felt so fucking intuitive. I don't... I always felt smart well, there's when I saw the portal <laughs> yeah. puzzle. I never felt stupid for not getting it sooner. I always felt like I had just done something amazing. And hey, let's let's like let's face it. You're not the type of guy that's gonna sit there and get frustrated with a game. Oh know? no, I totally can. I don't be. think so. I've never seen you blow your top like uh, like, like say uh, yeah. Have you? Yeah, I've heard you. Yeah. yeah. Mark, a, Mark Ryan. Colin. I have a poker yeah. face. I swear a lot. You do have a good poker face. Yeah. Um, do you play poker by the way? No, not really. Uh, you I like should. blackjack. You should look into it. What about shoots and ladders? You like shoots <laughs> and ladders? <laughs> I like blackjack because there's actually decent odds of winning. Did, Christine, by the way, did you play the original Portal? Yes. Okay. Are you excited for this one then? I am. Okay. Yeah. I was just sort of. Uh, I was excited. I don't want to buy Edge. it at sixty bucks. <laughs> I'm sort of waiting for it to go get a little cheaper before I actually buy right. it, which is why I want to like Fair borrow enough. a copy to play it now. Keep your eye on Amazon Deal of the Days. Full you never, show. You never know. What, I, what yeah, else no, I'm do really you excited need? to play it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I watched Greg play some of it in the living room. I kept like walking in and out. And I was like, <sighs> spoilers, but I want to watch. But so no. Yeah, Arthur yelled at me for uh, playing the game at, at minimal listenable volume. I just realized that I bought Portal yeah. 2 on Amazon and got that 25 or $20 store credit. Uh-huh. I think it was only 15 but maybe I, you got It expires so fast. It expires at the end of, is it the end of April? It's really well, then fast. you gotta you gotta oh, buy something bitch. now. The thing that pisses me off is that I just realized that I bought something on Amazon last night and didn't apply the credit to it. Oh. Dope. You always have the next purchase. If I do it within the next few days. Do it. I have a three free 3DS accessory coming to me. Thanks, for, <laughs> thanks Amazon.com. What is it? Thanks retailer. I don't know. I haven't chosen it yet. <laughs> oh. That's that's what they gave me. Like twenty dollars <laughs> off a game and a free 3DS. How about accessory? a time machine to go forward when there's actually something worth playing on it? Ooh. Oh. Oh, it's not that far though. June. Oh, you know what though? The shop. Well, we're not. We're not talking about Nintendo in this podcast. But the no. shopping channel is coming out soon for the 3DS. Great. Oh boy. Well, I say I say indie developers have great stuff on Nintendo platforms. That's very true. No problem. So take that, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Grumpy Pants. Take that to Nintendo voice <laughs> chat. Thank you very much. So I will. <laughs> all in all, I'd say Portal 2 is a pretty good game. Damn good game. There have been some really just amazing games this year. In the first half, again, this yeah, is the second Storm. year in a row. Yeah, Bull- I really like Bulletstorm. Me too. Me and you, man. I'm b- I get behind two, it. Bulletstorm, Crisis 2, fucking uh, Dragon Age 2, Christine really yes. likes. Uh, there's still L.A. Noir coming Ooh, out yeah. next month. That, makes sense. that means L.A. Night. <laughs> Does that change your image of it? Does it mean black? Yeah, I guess it means black. Yeah. L.A. Black. <laughs> but I, but L.A. Should. Black okay. sounds like but a different game. But yes. I like I like your explanation better. Also, Sam did some awesome hand motions to illustrate that it was nightfall. It's like we were in Cabaret or something. <laughs> yeah, totally. That is the stupidest name for a what, game. L.A. Noir? Yeah, it's like... Not really. Not really. Dude, I, I could see it working. Look, I'm a big fan of d- Detective Noir. Like, I love it. I right. read book, those books all the time. I love Jim Thompson. I love Cornell Woolrich. I love all this stuff. But uh, you don't name the genre in the in in your game just because like you're trying to make a game. It's like calling like something mass sci-fi. It's stupid. They should like that's just it's just. I know. I I don't think that that's the case because I think that gamers are much more familiar with the trappings of science fiction. So they see that shit and they're like, oh, that guy's got a space gun. Whereas someone sees someone in 40s or 50s garb, they're like, oh, this looks old. Yeah, you know? I don't. I think using the term noir in it is really dumb. It should be called, you know, called some what? cool name. What do you I'm, well, like LA Confidential is a good name. Chinatown's a you good name. You can't take LA Confidential. I know. I'm just saying <laughs> those are good names. Someone already used that name. <laughs> 
like using noir in the name of I a like game secrets. that's all about that's already like a complete ripoff of a bunch of LA you know, noir stuff. LA, that sounds like a, a fucking LucasArts game from the 80s. <laughs> LA Copwalk. <laughs> On Police the scum quest. engine. Please quest. Scum engine. <laughs> How, what, what sort of bitrate and texture pop-in loaders did uh, the scum <laughs> engine have? That was before 3D. Hello. <laughs> I don't. I I know so little about like the nitty gritty. Uh, no, no. The oh, the the um, vocabulary of the intensive. I don't. I mean, I don't scum, even know. I mean, you know what it. scum is, right? What? Scum is an engine. Scum is, yeah, it's... Uh, they use, like, I, Monkey Island. Yeah, I can't remember what it stands for, but it was just... Oh, you, I, I thought you were just, like, making a joke about no. how it's, like, yeah, so bad it's either. scum. No, it's S-C-U-M. No, although that's what Nintendo thought when they tried to put Maniac Mansion on the Nintendo. They didn't like that it was called scum. The changes they made to that game are really funny. Yeah, it's amazing. Because they actually, like, got in jokes that... They were just like above the heads. If you like, there's like a there's a couple of sex jokes that just like were just so obtuse that. And then other se- sex jokes that were less obtuse got cut. Yeah, so. it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> you can still microwave a hamster though. Ah. Nom nom there's nom. There's nothing wrong with a little hamster microwaving. <laughs> mm. Tasty. Well, does anyone have any closing thoughts about Portal Two? It's got a sweet ending. Okay, so look forward to the ending, and. Uh, Cool. I look forward to playing it. That's yeah. really good. I mean, what else do we want to say? We can't say much without just yeah, spoiling. Yeah. No, I mean, I just want to like spend five minutes at the end of this podcast. But, oh my god, the ending! Except and we can just spoil everything. You yeah, and I are the only leave. ones that have beaten it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you can talk I haven't to beaten it. He just finished his first light bridge puzzle. He's got like another hour and a half to go. Isn't? Should, wouldn't it be longer? How far into it are you? I mean, the first. I mean, that's only a couple hours of. There's play nine time. chapters. Yeah, I think I was. I think the light bridge puzzle happens on chapter three or four. I Is mean, it? Oh, you hours, hours. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, I've got a long time. It's about six hours. That's actually when when you guys were like, yeah, when it gets to chapter seven through nine, I was like, whoa, there are a lot of chapters. Yeah. Yes. Did not realize. Well, and they have different lengths though, so it's hard to. That's just not giving away length at all. Mm-hmm. There's some short ones and some long ones, mainly long. I know Arthur Towards wants to end. give away his length. Whoa! What? I don't know. I just wanted to make something really. I don't want to go to sleep. Really. Sh- I didn't <laughs> see the applause sign light up. <laughs> <laughs> applause, please. Uh, yeah. So Arthur, you're uh, you're a sleepy dude because you you've been just flying around all over the place. You I probably did. shouldn't even be here today because you had probably some sort of not. day off. But because he is a good, hardworking guy, he came in to record the show with us. What a nice guy. Everybody, give Arthur a little applause. Clap, clap, clap. <laughs> thanks, thanks for taking out PSN too. I was so sick of right? the PlayStation. Yes. I was so, like, so tired of people being able to play their PlayStation Three games with each uh, other. I mean, do we want to talk about that at all? It doesn't no. apply to. I think it's so funny. I mean, other than to say it sucks. I mean, it's yeah, not like it's we're not. happy about it. Yeah. We all had our shit connected to PSN accounts. Yeah, it's not like we only have Xboxes. Yeah. The overreaction has been I very funny. I watched race. The overreaction. The overreaction has been very funny. It yeah. just separates the fanboys from the people who have actual personalities. <laughs> True. Surprisingly <laughs> few people on the internet, you actually. Um, well, I guess for now, uh, let's move. We can always talk about Portal later. Then maybe we, one day we can give away the ending on a, on a later episode. Ending cast. <laughs> ending cast. I want to have that. Someone uh, already did that. Aww. Was it you? No, it wasn't us. Do we keep taking your ideas? <laughs> <laughs> no, Giant Bomb did it, actually. Those mm. assholes. Mm. We haven't done one since uh, Dead Space 2. Mm, mm, mm. Well... Let us move on to reader mail, I suppose. 
If you would like to be part of our... <laughs> I guess this is all we've got left to I guess we'll read about. some of your fucking letters. Uh, hey, I didn't say it like that, bro. You totally did, bro. I didn't know we were going to do reader mail. I would have brought up some Nintendo voice chat reader mail. It's really good. Why? What did they say? <laughs> they just... They usually like say... yell at you? They usually say... Mario, don't. Mario, Mario, Mario. There's, there's two main comments. Kirby, Kirby, one, Kong, Mario. Kong, one, is, one is an argument that's ongoing about not using items in Smash Brothers, which we haven't what? talked about in weeks, but the, the email is always about it. <laughs> And another one is uh, be nice to Audrey. We get that a lot. Which is are you fr- mean to her? No, it's just a stupid sexist thing that we get all the time. It drives me nuts. Mm. Wait, I don't get it. They just say I, be nice to her. Yeah, just be be nicer to Audrey. Even though even you're though nice you're not to mean her, to her, it's like a meme now. Because yeah. the nicer you are to Audrey, the more likely the person writing in will ever get to touch her. Yeah. Aw, gross. They'll even write a that's, long email. That's probably and the please be nice to mindset. That could be I a know. tap on the shoulder. What do you yeah. got? Get your mind out of the gutter. Uh, uh, it's not right. my mind. It's in the gutter. It's if else's. you would like to join our discombobulated conversation, <laughs> you can email us I'm at... I'm perfectly combobulated. Unlocked <laughs> at IGN.com. That's unlocked at IGN.com. Please nice keep your email. questions... Uh, please keep your questions short. To yourself. As they are... Don't keep them to yourself. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I'm trying to do a show here. Uh, oh. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but not really. The, I like it when you get mad because then you yell at people, but then you go, just kidding. But then you know that you're really not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would I ever say fuck you to Arthur for Because reals? he was being a jerk. He wasn't being a jerk. Yeah, he was. No, he I knows didn't. it. Break it up, kids. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm ignoring you because you're a woman. Whoa, fuck you. Be nicer to, be, be nicer to Christine. We're going to get the emails. Be nicer to Christine. We're going to get them. Uh, Just kidding, by the way. I only get away with it because Christine knows I'm joking. Otherwise, that would be the most horrible thing to say. Otherwise, you would get punched in the face. Probably. So anyway, keep but you're a girl, so it's fine. For me to punch you? It wouldn't hurt, is what I'm saying. <sighs> yeah, but I work out, so oh, I'm one of the strongest point. people in this office. <laughs> that's probably true. Actually, we should actually wrestle Olympics. right now. No, it's okay. Why don't, you, why don't you read some mail? I will. I'm about to, but everybody cool. kept talking. <laughs> uh, let's do one from Bert. Greetings. Bert needs to be more assertive. Okay. Yeah, speak up more, Bert. Uh, what? Greet it. Uh, well, 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 I didn't even say any of his letter yet. I don't know why. How he could be more. Let's read the email. For God's sake, let's get this over with. Greetings, achievers of the unlocked. What are your five most favorite games that you played on the Xbox 360? Oh God. Uh, my favorites include Red Dead Redemption, Gears of War, etc. I'm a fan of the podcast I played, and my Xbox. Take it That's easy. That's a good name for a, from Bert for a noir thriller, etc. Etc. <laughs> <laughs> Mikkel Gondry's next uh, film. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Michelle. I think it's Mikkel. I've always really? said Michelle. I thought it was Michelle. Anyway. Doesn't matter. But hey, I'm not French. I thought that <laughs> I, I actually said the wrong definition of noir. Even Genar- it's the one French word I know. Genar Sarquoise. Well, Sam, why don't you start us off? What's your th- favorite, three th- bleh, favorite, favorite 360 games? Oh, boy. I like Mass Effect 2. I like... Um, <laughs> Uh, I like, uh, oh gosh, it's so difficult. <laughs> yeah. oh I, I like so many games. Way. I like so many games for Xbox. Here, you want me to do it? Yeah. Go uh, for it. Halo Reach, Mass Effect 2, Bioshock, Pac-Man Championship Edition, DX, and Geometry Wars, Retro Evolved. Retro Evolved 2, stupidest name of all time. Um, I actually kind of like the mechanics of the first one better than the second one, although the leaderboard support in the second one is... I'll, I'll add in another drugs. one. I like Bionic Commander Was Rearmed. Drugs. It's one of my favorite games ever made. Was illicit drugs. Hey, I've never had the, the kind of pissing contest over a game that I had with the Geometry Wars 2 leaderboards. Although Pac-Man came close. 
Although I crushed everyone at work score, and then no one wanted to play anymore. <laughs> I thought, uh, That's what happened, I right? Know, I remember. Okay. No, Bromley is like 300,000 points behind me. No, I, I I'm really that, close to I him. know that he did well. I just I thought like a, like a person we wouldn't have expected got really high on the boards. No, I was like number Ryan 90. Scott did. I was number 98 yeah, was on the Scott. leaderboards for okay. a good couple of months. Awesome. Kizzle, would you like to go ahead and tell us about your favorite games? Uh, some of what Besides Mass Effect. Yeah, that went number one and number two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viva Pinata. I'll go with Trouble in Paradise just because it was a little better. Um, and Red Dead. Fucking love that game. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a fifth one. I mean, there's so many really good games on XPLA. So. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'll have to do Halo Reach, uh, Halo Wars. Love, oh, love Halo Wars so much. Uh, Bayonetta, just because it was better on the 360 when they launched. Uh, maybe well, Just Cause 2. You know, I'm pretty sure that Bayonetta is still better on Xbox 360. Um, arguably, 3. though, I, I really, I honestly have not gone back and tested the PS3 patch ever since it came out. And maybe there were patches after that. I don't know. But so many patches. I would, I, I would patch some more RAM into the PS3 while I, I wasn't looking. I think it was, I think it's fair to say you can work some technical marvels, dude. You never know. No, I'm pretty uh, sure. How many was that? Uh, and Mass Effect 2. So yeah, that, those are those are pretty much my favorites. I'll add in Fallout Three. Oh yeah. And um, Bionic Commando Rearmed. And there was one other. Ah, they're all good. Yeah, there's <laughs> all, a lot they're of all good. Lot of good. I recommend it's not really them all. a bad game. <laughs> Just bad players. I like I'm Sneak King myself. I'm a big fan of Sneak King. Let's uh, let's do an email from Roy. Roy says. Why is why in so many of the first-person shooters, the bottom half of the character's body, or legs to be precise, is not visible when you look down? This may be just a small detail. Because they're naked. <laughs> but I still think it's an important part of immersion in a game. For me, it's just annoying to think, oh, wow, this world is so cool. Let's play What the Fuck, No Legs. Can you see? <laughs> if you look down, I mean, there's not much to see. And a lot of, right? a lot of games. Feet, I'm doing it right now. You can see feet. Yeah. And a lot of games, it's because those things don't exist, like your arms attached to the game's camera. Like Bioshock. I think you can see your feet in a lot of first-person shooters. It's more often now, but I think that like half, maybe. Like Halo is what changed that. Yeah, Halo and Crisis, uh, and then examples of missing legs include Call of Duty, Left 4 Dead, Battlefield, Porter, Fallout, Portal, or Porter. Porter. I think you can see your legs in Portal. (laughs) No, you can't. No? No, you only see yourself through the portals. Through the portals. Which is enough. Yeah, even if you look down, if you look down, you can just spin around an axis of nothing. Oh, okay. I remember the first time I saw myself in a portal and I was so confused. I was like, what is that? Yeah, okay, right. Hi. You were just staring at Chell's butt like everybody else. I was? Why would I be interested in that? I, because it's a nice rump. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Let's do one from Carl from London. Uh, I love that we have English listeners. Wonderful. Hey, guys. British accent, please. Uh, no, I don't want to insult Carl. On. <laughs> hey, guys. Loving the podcast so far. I was curious to know if the difference between a 360 and a PC is small and getting smaller as the cycles go on. Why is it that not as many games that come out on a 360 make it to the PC? can understand the Mac as it's Apple and they lack for a better term. Uh, they're anal about everything. Uh, I guess I don't really understand. Well, yeah, because I, I'm confused. I thought, is, is Carl saying Is there a stage directions? Does it say aside? I think he's asking why more three games that come out on 360 don't come don't out on PC. PC. Yeah, but it's just the difference isn't small anymore. I thought it, the difference is now growing because the 360 has been out for so right. long. Right, well, I, I mean, the thing is that PCs can handle games that are on 360 comparatively easily, usually. I yeah. mean, there are certain games that do 
360 specific stuff in a way that would be hard on uh, PC. Yeah, I guess I think it's just that his is uh, referring to the difference being small. I piracy. was like, what? The answer is piracy. Mm. Do you think that's the reason? Yes, that, is, that I don't think that's the reason. I know that that's the reason. You know. Yes. Go, Street. Arthur. Too many Still pirates Arthur. on the PCs. All right, let's move on to Nathan's question. Yes. Uh, it starts with anyway, so I don't know if part of it got cut off. It did. Some of them I cut off, like the they would the tell a little story shit. or whatever. Yeah, so I just went for the questions. I was just wondering your thoughts. Okay, sorry guys, that's a PSN question. We already talked about cool. it. Cool. Uh, thank you for the email, Nathan. <laughs> Let's do one from Zach instead. When choosing a game available on multiple platforms, how much does the platform's controller input play a part in your choice? For example, I buy nearly every cross-platform shooter on the 360 because I prefer the controller over the PS3 That's for shooters. It's a better controller for shooters. Mm -hmm. I agree. Does, I mean, well, I don't. I wouldn't say it's better. It's my favorite. Speaking one. like. Just there's better stick resistance. Come on, Arthur. Come on. I mean, stick resistance. Come on. Right? Come I, on. I, I, compared to well, I missed that part. Compared to the the, the dual shake or the the six axis. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the Xbox controller has a lot of uh, centering problems though, as you and I have both experienced. Yeah, the dead zone times. can get a little wonky, but I mean the PS3s is worse always. <laughs> Come um. on. There's no way it's worse always. I have a controller that always pulls to the left and it's brand new. But um, no, the, you like just the contour form of that. Well, it's not just that. It's also the offset sticks, I think, are easier. Yeah, I agree um, with that. Yeah. That, did, that. That is a good point. And I, I've, never, I've never understood why I feel comfortable with offset sticks. It doesn't look right when you look at it. Like you, yeah. it you're like, like why the, would I do that? The PlayStation controller has this you know, nice symmetry. Right. But when it's asymmetrical, for some reason, it works. Yeah, just Go Nintendo. I, between the offset sticks and the, uh, the stick they resistance. They invented that. I, th I mean, I think we'd all agree that the triggers on the 360 controller are arguably better because oh, yeah. they're, well, they're they definitely they're definitely triggers. Yeah. So there's that. I even like the bumpers. I know a lot of people don't like the bumpers, but I like them. No, I I, I prefer the PS3 bumpers. I think that they're oh, they're man. they're more sensitive and they're easier to touch. Obviously, there's the there's the elephant in the room, the D-pad, right? Yeah, yeah the D-pad sucks. That's the one thing that I yeah. that is. But what once I do you guys have a transforming D-pad, you will never say it sucks again. If Not because oh, really? it works, but because it's so fun. You just go flick, flick, flick. It's right. so great. See, Wait, the thing what? about the the, the transforming D-pad, they have a special controller that I don't even care about that for the new the new so 360 good. controllers with the really? quote transforming yeah. D-pads. Like that's not the thing that makes me want one of those. It's that hooking them up over USB yeah. changes it into a wired it's controller. Perfect. Yeah. Which has lower control latency than the wireless controllers. Because as it is now, when you take a normal wireless controller and you hook up the play and charge kit, mm -hmm. it's not sending any information over that cord. It's just sending power. It's still considered a wireless controller. But that controller update was like limited edition for, uh, right before mm -hmm. Christmas. It was like silver and it made all the buttons monotone. Yeah, all the buttons are monotone gray. But I, it's it's the best controller is it still I've ever used. Mono it's great. Chrome. Is, is it, it available? available? It's got to be still available. You, yeah, got it, you got it on eBay for 40 bucks before it was before officially it available. Yeah. Yeah. Eight days before it came out. Well, it was, it was, it was, like, a ha it was like an eBay promotion. GG, Microsoft. GG. Uh, let's do a question from David. Hey, Unlocked. I think we'll hear news about the new Xbox console at E3 2012. Maybe not this year as Kinect has only just been released. What? Anyway, as of that time. Last, last year. Why would they set no, Go ahead. As, as Microsoft's exclusive IP will be at an end, so what console-selling title will Microsoft use? Bungie has moved on, so no new Bungie Halo title. Gears of War will be concluded. Mass Effect, not exclusive now, will also be finished. 
etc. Uh, will Microsoft launch a new IP, or will they get the developers to make spin-off titles from their most popular games? Thanks, and keep up the great podcast. Speaking completely from That's my ass, questions. I think that 343 in all likelihood is working on a next-generation Halo title. I'm sure that, I mean, even though Bungie's not around, I think Call of Duty's already proven that people don't, most people do not know about developers, so they don't care. Like, well, Black Ops proved I mean, that. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody gives a crap who makes these games. A small people do, like a small group of people do. The mm -hmm. hardcore people right. who are no, that's very uh, true. Know about it, but otherwise, it's too bad. They're gonna for see the Halo and just be like, "Cool, I like Halo." Bye. And then they buy it. Yes. Yep. Day one purchase. I think we'll see. Uh, I, I mean, I've said this before. I think we'll see a new 360 or a 360 successor next Christmas. Next Christmas. Yep. Okay. And, but do you, you, so think, you think you'll see it at E3? I think we'll see it next year at E3. Yeah, I think they'll follow the same cycle they had with the original 360, which was to show it in May and then release it in November. Do you mm -hmm. think this is going to be an epic win for Nintendo, that they're probably going to be the only ones showing off a new console this year, uh, year at E3? I think Microsoft will steal a page from Sony's playbook, which is the only good page to steal right now, which is to take away all of Nintendo's thunder by showing a more powerful system before Nintendo's console releases. Okay. Because even yeah, I mean, they'd have to do that. The 360 has been was plagued for years by the oh PS3 is more powerful argument. Like even though none of the software showed it for years, right? You know, and now it's sort Still of arguable, doesn't. but it's a minimal difference. Yeah. So it would it would be best for Microsoft to just get out ahead of that. That'd be good for Microsoft. It's not going to harm Nintendo, though. I think they're still going to no. do it just fine. I mean, well, we'll roll. see. I don't know. Nintendo seems kind of aimless with their strategy right now. Just wandering the halls at night. With just all like, their money. Just they're swimming just... in money. They're just like, whoa, we're lost. Nintendo's profits were down 66% this quarter. Yeah, they but that doesn't mean they're not money. Scrooge McDucking away like $12 million. No, they are, they are Scrooge McDucking for sure, but I mean, they <laughs> they came in underneath their their expectations for earnings, yeah. so they're Welcome panicking. to the club. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about, you specifically? Are you talking about no, the I'm talking about stock every exchange? game company oh, okay. on Earth. <laughs> okay. Finally, the only super profitable one isn't making money. Well, I, don't I was think hoping you were making good. a joke about your own profit. I thought you were talking about the IGN stock exchange and how which, by I, the way, you I got check burned out. on that. Yeah, I'm so I, tired of, of who led you the, astray. The, the, no, just I, I. No, I. I personally, financially, fine on it, but you can't get any higher at some point. So oh, really? I just like, yeah, it's oh, a you hit the level cap or whatever. Like three weeks ago, and it's a bummer. I want to play it still. You're like Warren Buffett, you can just play looking on for my ways account. to give away your non your fake money. Mm -hmm. Conspiratorial ones. Because I don't play with that. I have a final question that was just given to me by one of my friends that is a fan of the podcast okay. that I had lunch with. Hi, friend. So I'm going to pose it to you. He also came up uh, with this question dirt while he's very sick, possibly feverish. So it was, uh, it was a quick one. But what do you guys think? Oh, oh no. Does it happen to you again? Did the ear thing happen? No, to you? My, no. my head was feeling squeezed by the headset, oh. so I moved it. My body. My I'll make him over give a little uh, kissy kissy. No, I think that would only make it worse. What's the question? <laughs> the question I is... I don't want things to get hotter in here. Original, <laughs> originally, Applause. a lot of the uh, old uh, consoles back in the day had mascots. Obviously, Mario, uh, Mario. Kind of Crash Bandicoot, Sonic, Dude, that sort of companies, stuff. Companies, every single game company did. Yeah, so his question was basically, why do we not have that anymore? Did we grow out of it does it just doesn't matter are there more important things to worry about do the mascots in general don't sell what do you guys think i think part i think of master chief is the best mascot that's ever existed 
it's just Master Chief. I think for for most consoles, we've just sort of grown out of it. I mean, clearly, Nintendo's audience skews younger, and they have a very clearly identifiable stable of mascots that resonate with people. Right. But but I'm just wondering, yeah, like mascots why? were like intricately like tied with 2D platformers initially. You yeah. Know, like every game company saw Mario, and they wanted to make Mario, so they all had these 2D platformers. That's very true. That even carried through to starting to make 3D platformers like Crash Bandicoot. You know, and it's just like, and, and Lara Croft and stuff like that. You know, I, I just, I, I, it's just worse. The industry is so much more complex now. Uh, there's still mascots. There still are, but, you know, yeah. they're just not the forefront pushed thing anymore. Yeah. Did you know that Crash Bandicoot sold like 50 million units of software on the PlayStation? That's insane. Jesus. I do not like that series, personally. I love it. No, yeah. I don't really love it. I'm indifferent to it, but that is amazing to me. Yeah. Mark Cerny made Marble Madness and Crash Bandicoot. Well, I'm sure he's bum, sitting bum, on his bum, pile of money bum. somewhere. That was the, you know, the little now you know. The more you know. The more, the more you, know. you know. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> now you know. Now you know. More, so more than Clements knows. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think that's uh, pretty much it for our show. Uh, I think uh, any uh, last closing comments from the lovely Thanks folks Thanks for letting here? me be on. I like talking about Portal. Of course. I want to talk more on. about the Portal ending when everybody's ready. And okay. I like burritos. Yeah, and I like Arthur, fantastic Arthur brought pets. back burritos from San Diego, four hours young, for the office. Four hours young. Beautiful. I like that. They I made very, cupcakes. I only, I only got to taste a little bit of a tortilla, but it was very tasty. The tortillas. It was lip smackingly good. good. I'm gonna try to make some of those this weekend. Nice. <sighs> Delicious. They, I, they're very similar to Arizona them all? No. Oh. But maybe I can bring some in. <laughs> can I come over and just eat one of them? No. So what? you just don't want me to come over? Yes. Wow. Well, this show is over. Is there any? Is there any well, Xbox games now. coming out next week or anything? <laughs> there nothing, are always Xbox till, games coming nothing out nothing yeah. till LA every week on what, Xbox. What about Live? Xbox Live? Will Xbox Live see some games come out next week? Probably because yes. there's three came out today. So what came out? Three different games. I can't remember them all. Top <laughs> three. Of my head. Uh, Outland is one of them, or Outlands. Ooh. I'm not sure if there's Outland on the end of it. Outland is a Housemark game. That's going to be fun. What about Jurassic, like Park? What that Jurassic Park? Jurassic Park was delayed till fall. So oh. you yeah, hear Jurassic that? Park. No. Well, it was, it delayed, was on... delayed so much that I thought giving... it was delayed yeah. from PSN. No, it's delayed from you know that just, game is delayed so much that Telltale is gi- or Traveler's Tales is Telltale. Telltale, Telltale is giving people Traveler's a free game Lego. to make fun of it or what? to make fun of it they to make up for it. Well, what's the game? Is it making fun of it? No, you get a, a like a a voucher. A voucher good for any of their games. Nice. Oh wow. To make up for the fact maybe for their future Walking Dead game, right? That's yeah. I think you have to use it before a certain time. Or fables. <sighs> fables. Well, very good. That was a nice, fun episode. I like talking about Portal as well. And if you would like to join us in our conversations with questions and topics and more, you can email us at unlocked at IGN.com. You can follow all of us on Twitter. I am Pwam Cider. That's P-W-A-M Cider. Christine is just Steimer. Yep. Easy stuff. Wow, Arthur you're is lucky. <laughs> Arthur is A-E-G-I-E-S. Samuel is just Samuel what? underscore oh, I IGN. Like, <laughs> I thought it was going to be just Samuel again. Samuel again. <laughs> How did you get that? Samuel again. And then if you want to see all the big bad updates we have at IGN, just follow IGN on Twitter. It's so easy to do because it's only three letters. Yeah, Yay. just do it already. <laughs> just do it. Uh, thank you guys very much for joining me. We will be back next week for more discussions of <laughs> Xbox stuff. And yawns (laughs) that sound like small animals. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's all. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Ryan. Later's. Ciao.
Well, hey, are we What's Canadian, up, everybody? Eh? What's up, everybody? Battletoads. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all you're going to say this whole podcast? Yeah. Please. Just point to me. Like, like a soundboard. Battletoads, Battletoads, Battletoads. <laughs> okay. You guys all set? Yeah, I'm drawing Got hearts. You. you and your hearts. I love it. Portal combat. There's a kitty with some wings. You were looking at my red vines again. You want to eat them? <laughs> no, I know. I'm, I'm laughing eat because I'm a kitty with wings. I'm also waiting to, like, I don't know when you guys want me to start. Just start the show. Okay. I almost said something else. Should I do the intro music? <laughs> no, no. We have, do it. It. We have battle actually. Battle Come battle get some. Beware. I live. <laughs> 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 Do-do-do. IGN Game Scoop. You should be recording all Whoa. of this. This is gold. I did. It's a, it, it will be at the end of the show after our credits. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.